0: This podcast episode is brought to you by the Bass Parlor app. If you haven't already, make sure you go to the App Store or go to Google Play and download the Bass Parlor app today. What the Bass Parlor app does is allow you to handpick your music team. So if you need an artist, audio engineer, producer, you know, instrumentalist, songwriter, whatever you need to complete your music project, you can find and connect with them on the Bass Parlor app. So if you haven't already, make sure you go to Google Play or the App Store and download the Bass Parlor app. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Bass Parlor podcast. I'm your host, Daryl Stevens. And today, our special guest is a singer, songwriter out the Nashville, Tennessee area, Miss Larissa J. What's up, Larissa?
1: Hey, er, Larissa.
0: Larissa, Larissa. <laughs> yeah. My bad, Larissa J. Yeah, <laughs>
1: I'm good. Yeah,
0: you? <laughs> I'm doing good. I'm doing good. So, uh, like I was telling you earlier, I was listening to your live album, I liked mm-hmm. it a lot. And, you know, one of the things I liked about it, I like the live. First of all, I'm a person who loves live albums, live music. So, the the fact that it has that live feel, I mean, it's obviously a live album. But even your recorded tracks have a live feel to it. The ones that I heard. So, I like that about it. But also, it, it kind of meshes a few different genres. So it's got some rock influence in there, some blues influence in there, some a little bit of jazz influence in there, R&B obviously influence in there. And I like that about it too, because you can't really pigeonhole you in any one particular genre. <laughs> Is that something that's uh, conscious or do just, you, you just influence by a whole bunch of different kinds of music and you just it just comes out naturally?
1: Yeah, no, I just have a very um, diverse upbringing. Growing up, we didn't have any secular music in the house. So okay. I didn't listen to, even not old school, not R&B, not... My brother used to sneak Snoop in when we got a little older.
0: <laughs> <laughs> other than
1: that, it was just Christian music and worship music. And so when I got older... Um, I just kind of, whatever song stood out in the moment, I would just mm-hmm. like, oh, I like that, or I like this. And so that's okay. it's kind of how that happened.
0: <laughs> all right. Yeah, that makes sense. And did you grow up in the Nashville area? Is that where you're from originally?
1: No, no, I'm from Kansas City, Kansas, originally. Okay. I was born okay. and raised there. I've been here forever, all my adult life, has been here. Um, and my parents, they were uh, Church of God in Christ background. And then we moved over to, like, Assemblies of God for a little bit and then non-denominational, and, and that has a lot of influence, too, in what I do, so I think right. a lot.
0: <laughs> okay, okay. And, uh, you know, with that background in church, is that how you started, you know, singing, singing in church and songwriting?
1: Yeah, I always sing in church. Yeah, my dad's, a, my dad's a pastor. He pastored when I was younger and then did some, like, family pastoring and stuff like that. He's a pastor again now of his own church but um so I sang but you know being in black churches I didn't sing like the black girl so I was never the person anybody called to come do a solo
0: <laughs> right <laughs> but
1: I was singing at school and choir a propeller choir but I you know I didn't do all the gospel runs and stuff so I was like oh I can't sing so even even now that's something I struggle with sometimes like oh because I in my mind I think a singer you think of the people that's doing all the acrobatic runs and things like that but Right. Um I started writing when I was 16. We moved to uh from the hood into this little suburban area outside of Kansas City, and there was a big culture shock. So I think mm-hmm. I took to music as an outlet and from okay. there I started writing and I quit going outside and doing sports, started doing music instead. So
0: <laughs> Okay, okay, yeah. And when you were writing, did you start off writing was it just poetry at first? Or you just started from the gate, just writing actual songs, you know, chorus like actual song structures.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, uh, I played piano as my first instrument. And so I did a lot of worship. I would sit up in the middle of the night. I would get up midnight, one, two, three in the morning, go and just do a lot of worship music, where a lot of Christian songs, a lot of dark, sad songs about how I the Lord's love to help me through with all these white people I got moved to.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: and um, he did, you have to do it now. They're like, that's, my, that's a big part of my audience. So.
0: <laughs> right right it's
1: amazing
0: how that works yeah oh yeah definitely I started that's dating
1: so... when I was eight yeah when I was 18 okay. so I started doing love songs instead so that's how that switched from Christian to mainstream
0: <laughs> okay okay that makes sense it was it was it kind of like that transition because you were you know heavy into the Christian music and Christian upbringing and then when you made when you started dating made that transition was that a tough transition to make or did you feel guilty at first like how was how that whole thing happened
1: well, yeah, I mean, I don't know if I felt good. You guys said music's always been like an outlet. So that's how I, mm. you know, express myself. And then my parents on the other hand, <laughs> they're <laughs> like, "Uh-uh, but you no, know, um moving to Nashville has changed a lot of our outlets, uh, outlooks, on a lot of things like my parents included." And so, um it is is a it's like it's like a, just a form of my life. I just I, people right. write books, people write, you know, stories. I just write songs. And it's really right. a lot of most of it's some sort
0: of truth to it about my life, so. right? Right, okay, okay, and I get that in your music too. Like, we we're talking about your single disc coming out, and like, I like the way it sounds, but also you can tell that you you put a lot of your heart into your lyrics, you know, and a lot of your heart into your music. Um, is that your creative process? Well, what do you go, go ahead?
1: I said, Well, on that one, I actually didn't write my single, just, this is the first song I covered another artist, another writer's song, so Forbidden Heart Club Blues. I just put it out, but I did relate to it. Unfortunately, (laughs) Mm. Um, but I was actually I put a post up about that recently. I said I think it ended up being more of a reflection because I had been making some changes over the last few years, and um, "Forbidden Heart Club Blues" was like I've been there, done that, and so it was more of a song of reflection. But I knew what it felt like to be in that scenario. So
0: right, right, you related to it. That's that's good. So um, or in that case, it's not good, but. (laughs) generally it's good (laughs) but um is you know you being a song a singer and a songwriter what's your creative process do you start with the lyrics first so you know you know what you want to say in a song and then you listen to in your case not a beat but you have a band and you kind of craft the the music itself around the words or do you are y'all just jamming and you kind of hear okay I these lyrics that go with this feel of music
1: uh when i write I write mostly by myself normally um
0: okay um,
1: nowadays i I get a concept or a thought or somebody says a phrase like oh i like that and i'll go home and just kind of play around either my keyboard or my guitar and um i kind of write it all at the same time i like i write it and i get an idea and then i'm like if i was listening to this like where would i expect it to go i just i kind of do a lot of repeating until i Mm -hmm. feel like oh i could feel like it should go here or it should go there so yeah, it starts off with just a, a concept or a thought, and I just kind of work with it. I don't, I don't force a lot of writing, so I only really write when I'm, like, inspired. That's why I don't think I could ever just, people who write songs for a living, a lot of respect right. to them. But um, I write as I'm inspired.
0: Okay, okay. And then when you, when you finish writing, you got the song and everything, how do you find band members? Or how do you find, you know, uh, guitarists? Because you do a lot of live music. Do you work with the same band and the same mm-hmm. uh, musicians on most of your on most of your albums and most of your songs?
1: Um, yeah. Well, the uh, live in the hidden room that came together. Um, the, by the producer Zach uh, Johnson, he's going to play a guitar on it for the most majority of the guitars. Um, we all went to church together, and uh, now I think it's the bass player Scott on the from that project. Um, he's part of my tri- I do a trio nowadays with the COVID. I really end up being a solo acoustic archer, which it was the year of solo acoustic, so I was able to keep working, thank the Lord, because um, I can play for myself. So I've been doing a trio lately, and so it's got a got a bass player and a drummer, and um, we just make it do what it do, and unless the event calls for more, then I do more or less depending on what I'm booked to do.
0: Right, right. That's pretty good working with the same people, you know. For for your songs, they got a feel. I'm sure you all have a feel of how you all like to work, you know. What kind of the kind of things that you were kind of attracted to musically, you know. So it's it's probably good working with that same small team.
1: Yeah, it is, especially and then when we go to church together, yeah, they know all the church signs. So they can tell I'm about to okay. do, like this. Is what I do. They like they read me now. They're like, oh, we know. I used to leave worship too with them, so they're like, oh, we know where Larissa's is going already. So. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's good
1: it's a fit we all follow each other really well so it's, it's been it's been great i'm really going where we're going
0: okay okay and then you have the new you have a new single coming out is, is there going to be like an ep or an album that's going to follow that what's what you got planned for 2021
1: yes, actually dropped forbidden heart club blues last month and um, coming up, we're, we're doing a whole country rock project, basically, is what I'm doing. Uh, the okay. producer, Billy Smiley, and the writer of that song reached out to me um, with the whole um, kind of the Black woman movement in country. He's like, oh, we got to do something, And He said, like, you've been doing this forever. You need to be a part of this. And so we, we're making it happen. I got another single coming up. I think within the next month or so, I'm doing a cover of the John Denver song, Country Robes. Okay. Uh, so that's really funny. I didn't know who John Denver was like two years ago. <laughs> I had no idea. I play at the airport a lot and somebody requested um, some John Denver. Like, Can you do some John Denver? And I was like, no, I don't know who that is. <laughs> right, and everybody right. was like, Ooh, oh my gosh. So I went and Googled them. And that's the first song I pulled up and I do it at every show now. I love it. People love it. And so we're going to put it out.
0: Okay. Okay. That's good. Is, it the, is the album going to be uh, an album of covers, of album like country covers? Done in your style?
1: It'll be a little bit of both. We're gonna have yeah, we're gonna have originals and covers. But um yeah, because a lot of the songs that I do in Nashville, a lot of us make a living by doing covers <laughs> mm-hmm. and doing shows where you do covers. And um I found my own take on some really cool ones. So we've got okay. we might have some prints coming, a little bit of share.
0: Okay, okay.
1: I okay. Like but and then we've got a lot of my some songs that I've written, some songs that me and Billy co-wrote together okay. and so um, it'll be a project hopefully around the end of summer beginning of fall I think we're going to drop the actual album but we're going to do singles between now and then
0: okay yeah let us know for sure I want to check it out so so let me know like I told you I really love your music so it's really good
1: I appreciate
0: it yeah Uh, lastly you know think back over the past couple years and uh, what's the lesson that you've learned you know one or two lessons that you've learned that you know now that you had wish you had known you know two or three years ago
1: yeah, um, I think definitely consistency for me, because I have such a diverse range of music that I do. Um, before, I was just running around just trying to do whatever I could. I would do this or I would do that. I'll do gospel or I can do country or I can do the whole song, but you will And so it was cool that I could do that. But as far as building a fan base, that's not really, you know, uh, it didn't work for me the way I was doing it. So I've, I've taken breaks on and off as far as the artist thing. So coming back over the last few years doing it, I stuck with the genre of I call it acoustic soul. Okay. And really that just, nobody knows what that means. Nobody knows. So I, they, we don't know what that means, but they let me come do what I do. And, um, I think sticking with the, me by myself or me and the trio and just keeping it locked in. you found the flow. you found the pattern and we're growing and, um, it's awesome. So that's what I wish I had known. It's a little consistency and, you know,
0: Means to an end, sometimes. Right, right. I got you. I mean, that's great advice. That's great advice too, especially for like for live musicians like yourself and for touring musicians. So that's a, that's a good thing. Uh, once again, Larissa J. Everybody, this is Larissa J., an incredible singer songwriter out of Nashville, Tennessee. Larissa, thanks again for joining us here. Oh, thanks for
1: having me, down